We go straight into our SMME exchange. And as I said, tonight we go into the medical manufacturing sector. We speak to Medical Diagnostic. Uh, the founder and CEO of uh, this uh, company, founded in 2010, is my guest tonight, Ashley Ace. Ashley, good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Hi, good evening, Aya. How are you doing, man? I'm good in yourself. I'm well, thank you. Medical Diagnostic, uh, yeah, I think the name probably gives one a very good sense, or good spotting there on the name. Uh, but uh, talk to me about what it is that you guys do and the type of diagnostic test kits uh, that you guys have been busy with since 2010. Well, sure, thank you. Um, I'm a biotechnologist by trade firstly, and I established Medical Diagnostic in 2010. Mm. Um, since then, we expanded. Um, we've got uh, three uh, PhD graduates, um, postdocs working at the company. Um, we've got exciting, exciting scientists, uh, master's graduates, and good in- innovation happening. So what we specialize in is development and production of diagnostic test kits for point-of-care testing, um, where you can do quick testing, get results within 15 minutes, two lines being a positive result, one line being a negative. And some of the products we specialize in is um, we do malaria test kits, um, HIV tests. Obviously, we have the COVID products now um, due to the pandemic. And then we also specialize in test kits for testing uh, fuel, motor motor fuel, um, diesel and petrol, to check for adulterants, to check for um, traces at that has been um, uh, filtered out. Uh, so we, we specialize in a, a range of different technologies. This also includes um, a new system called the ParaDNA um, system, which is basically doing PCR um, using a laptop and a, a device that we have licensed, but we've developed the actual um, consumables for this device in-house. And then also um, a new technology um, brought to us by a very bright scientist from Zimbabwe um, who filed a patent and then um, lays with us in terms of commercialization. Um, uh, Takunda, this this product is basically to do COVID testing within 15 seconds on your cell phone, for example. Um, Yeah, so we're going through the validation stage, we're going through the clinical trials, um, exciting technologies. Um, I'm blessed to have uh, bright minds at the company and humbled by the team that we have. I mean, just talk to me about, I guess, uh, you know, even pre-COVID. Uh, I was saying, you know, COVID must have been a boon for your business, but there would have been a lot of other applications for the type of technology you guys have built here prior to that, um, be it alcohol consumption, malaria, pregnancy, yeah. HIV. As you think about all of those things, I mean, where where is this market going? You've kind of answered, I guess, in the case of Takunda there, probably on digital platforms, but where else yeah. do you see, I guess, this medical diagnostic space going? Uh, least for of sure. all when we're paying as much as we do for some of these PCR tests. Yeah. So unfortunately, or fortunately, any way you want to look at it, um, the market, we in, people need these products. They don't want it. So, it's, you know, it's uh, in a sense, it's, uh, I get it like a negative connotation to the feel of where we're operating, but we have a, a responsibility to develop quick diagnostic products, and that's uh, the kick for us, you know, the innovation part. Um, we also have exciting scientists. Armand, um, he joined the team. Um, he's from Belgium. Um, very brilliant at, at uh, genetics. And where we're going is looking at, at um, uh, the digital platforms and using uh, the advancement in technology. For example, the camera, cell phone camera resolution um, 
improved. And uh, we've got a technology called Oculus ID. Mm. And this technology um, can analyze the people of the eye to look for diagnostic um, uh, rules. For example, by rules I'm referring to where you can actually do uh, diabetes testing by the people of the eye and looking at how the eye reacts to light. And specifically for diabetes, we've noticed um, in a clinical trial we've done that the eye actually reacts to light normally, but it struggles to to, to con- uh, dilate again to its normal size. So the exciting part of these knowledges and, and what we are exploring is there's a lot of data out there and possibilities in terms of platforms to develop to be developed from the foundation what we have now. Mm-hmm. And and I guess you know you spoke about patents earlier on, um, yeah. and I guess partnerships around commercializing the patents there of the one fellow you mentioned. I'm quite interested to hear from you. I mean, the type of support you've received from what I would call the South African National System of Innovation, so the universities, the yeah. DFIs, the you know research and science institutes, all of which, yeah. seen as a whole. Uh, I guess, make some input in making sure that we commercialize all of the very sharp scientific know-how and knowledge uh, you guys work Yeah, That's a very good point you're raising as well. And before I answer your question, mm-hmm. I think it's important for the listeners to understand that um, trade secrets and patents, uh, there, there's two ways you can go to this. Like, for example, Coca-Cola, they didn't patent the technology because they don't want everybody in the open domain to know what mm-hmm. they're doing. Firstly, because you can't reverse engineer Coke. You don't, you don't know how to mix it at home. So um, once you patent, you have to disclose in the open domain what you're doing. And you have to be very careful in what you patent. So our, our core technology, we, we didn't patent as a trade secret. Mm-hmm. But Oculus ID, um, we own a patent on it because that can be reverse engineered. And then we also have a new patent we filed now recently in the cannabis space, in the cannabinoid market. Okay. Um, yeah, so I will, I will disclose more on that. Obviously, in the later stage, we're going through early stages. Yeah. No, don't share too much. In the stage, yeah. Don't share um, And then the, um, in terms of support, the South African mm. Medical Research Council, um, the Department of Science and Innovation, and the Technology Innovation Agency, uh, they gave us big support. Um, they assisted us with funding to, to get the technology developed. And then also, Von Seidel's attorneys, the, um, they, they have been very quick in assisting us in in getting the intellectual property protected. And then, of course, from there, we, we then plan to commercialize, and that's what's happening now with the COVID products. Mm. Um, but we have been in the market since we have the other products. Yeah. And then in terms of accessing other markets, I mean, you know, are you guys able to, like, export, uh, or are there, like, massive, you know, barriers for medical devices um, of the kind you guys produce in accessing yeah. other markets? We uh, we export most of our products, so malaria, of course, into Africa via distributors. We mm-hmm. also export it to a company in France. They supply the military. The French military obviously travels into Africa a lot to the French-speaking African countries. So there's always a market for this, travel kits, etc. A new exciting uh, partnership um, uh, we've now recently signed up with, with, with Audrey in uh, Seattle, U.S. Um, they developed an app called the Health Pulse. And we partnered with them. Now, this um, app can be downloaded um, via the Apple um, iStore or Google Play. And it enables users then to scan any test kit from our company. And then they don't have to interpret results. The app will say it's positive or negative. We, we are obviously pushing hard to um, reduce the user errors on test kit, but also result interpretation. So these innovations are what we're striving to do. And, of course, in Africa, we know we need to come up with African solutions for African problems. We have the mindset down here. 
it's a matter of us collaborating smartly and knowing what to patent and what to keep trade secrets, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like yeah. the point you've just made, I mean, because in a sense, um, COVID also showed us how advanced our own scientific community is in South Africa. Um, 100%. Of course we got, I'm, you know, I'm extremely proud yeah. of our science community. I mean, look at the, the bioinformaticists, um, you know, the virologists, mm. the epidemiologists, the biotechnologists. Our country is doing extremely amazing work. Um, the Department of Science and Innovation and ECMRC, they are driving and they are supporting us. And, you know, for that, it makes it easier. It pushes our risk. Of course, we're in a space where research and development is not guaranteed. Mm. We have to take a risk from a, 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 a company perspective. But um, there are these funds out there to assist us. And fortunately for us, we have the manpower, the human capital skill set in us to do this. And I guess... You know, where to from here for you guys? Uh, because um, it does seem, I mean, you guys are already, you've got interesting, you know, IP out there already, massive opportunities to commercialize your operations going forward around those key sets of IP. Um, yeah. I guess, what, what does growth look like? I mean, aside from the areas you've already mentioned to us, what does it yeah. look like in terms of the scale of markets you can access, but also, I guess, the key sure. areas and applications of the work that you do? Sure. If you look at our market itself, we're sitting in, on the continent Africa, we have the biggest problems when it comes to epi- uh, epidemics and pandemics. So, of course, our turnaround in terms of technologies and what's required here is quite quick, uh, firstly, from a sample collection perspective. But what we, we are doing now to expand, Nigeria is a massive market for us, of course, a biggest um, population, uh, but also strategically Botswana makes sense for us. Um, we know that the vaccines that's going to be developed in the Africa by Patrick Sunsiong and Nant Isai, they are doing um, key lymphocyte vaccines, which means the new vaccines are actually going to target the virus and kill the virus directly. So for us, strategically, we are looking at setting up closer to the vaccine manufacturers, and Botswana is, is um, on our, our list mm. as one of the countries to set up. Um, it also makes sense for the SADC region, um, and also to sit up next with the vaccine manufacturers, they would need diagnostic tests. They would need tests to ensure that the quality of the vaccines are working and people to know that the vaccines are working. So strategically for us, we are lining in that, in that regard. Yeah, Ashley, uh, I guess, uh, you know, I wish you and your team all of the best as uh, you continue to grow, um, you know, and uh, grow the scale of your operations. Uh, just maybe a last one here. How many people do you have uh, within you know, your employee at the moment, and uh, I guess what what does that future look like in terms of, one, the number of jobs you can get out, but also a lot of the value you can contribute? For sure. We're about 40 people at the moment. We are are, um, estimating to double that capacity. We just took another facility that opened up next to us. But um, um, I'm fortunate to have guys like Linda Manga, Dr. Linda Manga on board, and my family works for me as well, Desirees and Garaways and Tyranees. Um, you know, that adds a lot of value um, in terms of business also. It's also a message that I want to put out there. You know, they say don't mix family and business, but <laughs> if it works well, it works well. Mm. So, um, yeah, we, we're looking at expanding to IT employees and then potentially uh, once we get the other operations up, we can possibly do up to 250 people. Mm. Mm. Minir, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, once again, all of the best. Uh, it's great to always hear. Uh, about this type of innovation and uh, you know it's one thing to have the intellectual and knowledge product it's something entirely different to commercialize it and kudos for you for guys sure. uh, for already thank you so much for the opportunity thank you so much Ashley Ace uh, speaking to us this evening
uh, yeah, from Medical Diagnose Tech, uh, where he's the founder and CEO. And uh, yeah, uh, lateral flow tests manufactured under a particular standard there, ISO 13485. Uh, tests for alcohol consumption, drugs of uh, drugs abuse, uh, HIV, malaria, pregnancy, fertility, ovulation, and COVID-19. Yeah, we're going to take a brief break now. When we come back on the other side, uh, we uh, take a listen to some of your voice notes. And uh, yeah, we hear, I guess, uh, the latest uh, from you all.